This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Dr. Peter Hammond is joining us for the first time in 2021, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning to you, Dr. Hammond. Great having you on with us for the first time this year. Yes, thank you. Uh, certainly a happy new year to you and all our listeners. Thank you. It's so important for us to stand for truth in a very fake world. So much of the world that we live in is actually fake, and it's not just fake news, but fake history, fake education, fake people, fake genders, fake marriages, Mm -hmm. fake families, fake candidates, fake votes, fake elections, fake pandemics, fake gospels, fake healings, fake miracles, fake faith, even fake churches, sadly. We're warned in Revelation 20, verse 8, that Satan will go out to deceive the nations. In 2 Corinthians 2, verse 11, the Bible warns us, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Mm. And so Satan, of course, is trying to take advantage of us. He is the accuser of the brethren. He is the enemy of our souls. And we should not be ignorant of his devices. Corrupt and conquer. Confuse, divide, and conquer. Deception corrupts minds. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 3 says, But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. And so deception brings corruption of minds. And the Bible tells us in Revelation 12 verse 9, Satan who deceives the whole world. So plainly, nations are being deceived. Satan is deceiving nations today. The scripture warns us in 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 9 of the lawless one according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. So lawlessness and lying is part of the fruit of the work of Satan's spiritual warfare is a reality. And deception leads to disobedience. Ephesians 2 verse 2 says, The prince of the power of the air, the spirit in our works and the sons of disobedience. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4 warns us, Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Mm. So blinded minds need the light of the gospel. And we can praise God that light is more powerful than darkness. Now all the darkness can put up the smallest candle. Truth is more powerful than than deception. And Mm. in fact, Satan can spend a lifetime, generations even, binding up souls and families, and the gospel of Christ can shatter those chains in an instant and set the captive free. And he does this, of course, through the word of God. The the gospel is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. Faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of God. In the book of Revelation, Revelation 20, verse 3, we read, that at the end, God will send an angel to bind Satan so that he might deceive the nations no more. So plainly, there is a lot of deception on the go right now. I don't think any of us like being lied to, but it's a lot easier to to convince people of a lie than to convince them that they've been lied to. We're being subjected to the most pervasive tsunami of disinformation history. And this includes Hollywood's pattern of distortion of history, very anti-Christian agenda, 
so often they give a film which they say is based on a true story or inspired by real events. It should be more honest to say that the names and the places are true, but the facts have been distorted in order to villainize the victims and to victimize the villains, because the amount of Hollywood films that I've examined in the light of history, which have been incredibly deceitful and uh, inverting reality are legion. There's many myths and legends propagated even in school textbooks. Mm. Just think of the billions of years and the situation ethics and evolutionism. There's so many half-truths and distractions and glaring omissions and selective focus and fictional incidents, imaginary anecdotes and prejudicial language, a lot of stereotypical characterization. All of these are ways of deception. Reality is inverted. Emotions are manipulated. There's a lot of politically correct parrot cries which don't exactly help logical arguments, stock phrases, mantras, which demonize the victims just by aggression. In many cases, trivialize the main issues and ignore key issues and focusing on side issues and reinforcing deceit with manufactured versions of the past. There's no such thing as a harmless lie. Mm. All lies bring bondage. Propaganda kills. And that's why Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And Jesus sets the captives free. And it is through the truth of God's word that we are set free. Truth does not fear investigation. When uh, there's censorship, when there is uh, cracking down, thought police, uh, to use the George Orwellian term, who punish uh, views that they say are not politically correct or socially acceptable and so on, we've got to know that they're not protecting the truth. <laughs> they need to bring in laws and fact-checkers who delete accounts, de-platform groups, and so on. Mm. This is very disturbing. I don't think we've ever seen such a pervasive level of censorship and thought control and manipulation as we've seen today. We need to understand the context of our history and be discerning. We discover the real facts, the real people, the real history, that we may counter Satan's deceptions of the nations. Zechariah 8:16 says, These are the things you shall do. Speak each man the truth to his neighbor. Give judgment in the gates for truth, justice, and peace. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that's the most important thing. Facts are stubborn things. And we need to get back to the Bible. And as we're at the beginning of a new year, how wonderful if we could revive other patient lives. Mm and start working through the whole Bible, or getting through those books that we so far have not gotten to. One thing that would really help for us to get wisdom in a very uh, foolish world in many cases, a world that's in rebellion to God, a world that is violating God's laws, a world that is denying so much of the basic facts of creation. And the scripture says that they are without excuse, because what can be known about God is manifest to them in the things that God has made through creation. And yet, many people choose to believe the lie. But if we would start each day with the Word of God, and just take the book of Proverbs, which is a book of wisdom, 31 chapters of Proverbs, we could read a chapter of Proverbs every morning, one for each day of the month, mm. and then we should actually start again, because there's so much wisdom in Proverbs. Yeah. It's such a great way to start today. We need wisdom, which we get from Proverbs, and we need worship, so we should... Read and pray and make uh, our own prayers um, 
each of the Psalms, the 150 Psalms. It takes us five months to go through the Psalms. We read just one chapter of the Psalms a day. And so may I challenge our listeners to get back to the Bible. Let's uh, counter the disinformation and the fakeness and the lies of the world and of Satan and the devil, uh, but going back to the truth which sets people free, which sets us free. And uh, I would recommend that we have Bible before breakfast or Scripture before supper. Mm. Different people have different times of day which is more suitable, but whether it is before lunch or before supper or before breakfast, when I was in Scripture Union, uh, the, the running cry there was Bible before breakfast. <laughs> and that's a good principle, to start your day with the yeah. Word of God and with wisdom from Proverbs, with the uh, worship from Psalms. Those would be two mainstay staples. And then, of course, we can supplement with others, with his Gospels and prophecies and, and uh, history and uh, the, the epistles and so on. So that it's so important to work our way through the Word of God. The Bible says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of Truth. The day will come when we will stand before Almighty God, the eternal judge on the day of judgment, and give an account of our lives. And for every idle word ever spoken, we're told, and even for the thoughts of our hearts, and so it's so important that we live in the light of eternity and that we base our lives on the solid rock of the Word of God. That when the storms come, when the waters rise, when the floods rise, when the wind blows and the storm rages, that our lives will stand firm because we built on the rock of God's Word, not on the sand of humanism and deception. Yeah. Thanks so much from Dr. Peter Hammond. Great guidance there, full of wisdom, and we need to take notice if we want to see changed lives and a changed world around us. Super for this Friday morning. And uh, to you, Dr. Peter Hammond, great having you back on air with us. Thanks for starting the brand new year on a Friday morning at 7.30 with uh, yeah, such a firm foundation. We look forward to next week. Thanks so much, Brad. God bless. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m., Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za